Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony transcribed. K is for Kroger, C is for cut, B is for beef. KCB means Kroger cut beef, and Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. Yes, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. And the reason is this. Before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. Mind you, that's before the meat is weighed and priced, which means more meat for your money. And it's top U.S. government grades of beef. It's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. Yes, in Kroger cut beef, you get a better value in top-grade beef. For example, take a specific cut of beef, say a Kroger cut chuck roast. Before the roast is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess waste and stringy meat. That means you get a better value because you get more solid meat, only a minimum of bone. Yes, you receive more meat, less waste, whether you buy a steak or a roast. So visit your neighborhood Kroger store soon. Make it a rule to get Kroger cut beef. It gives you more meat for your money. And now, hearts in harmony. From a neighbor of the late Sam Ainsley, Penny Gibbs has learned that when ex-nurse Mabel Peterson was tending the dying man, a strange man visited the house several times a day. She reported this interesting bit of news to her employer, Frank Carter, young Rossville lawyer, and now pays another visit to Mrs. Peterson. She rings the doorbell for a long time before, finally, the door opens. Hello, Mrs. Peterson. Oh, Penny. I'm sorry I took so long to answer. I was in the basement. I was afraid nobody was home. Can I come in? Oh, sure. Come Thank on in. Thank you. This time, I'll really only stay a minute. Well, I have only a minute myself. You must think it's sort of odd that I'm busy every time you come to see <laughs> oh, me. That's I... all right. I understand. Everyone has a right to be busy. How true. And you seem to be extremely busy yourself running around town these days. Yes, I'm working now. Oh? Where? For a lawyer. Oh, is that so? Mm-hmm. Mrs. Peterson, maybe I can explain exactly why I've asked you so many questions about the Ainsley case. Penny, I thought we weren't going to go on that again. I'd like to if you'll let me. I'll tell you exactly why. I don't want to know why. You think I'm trying to accuse you of something, don't you? I most certainly do not. I just don't like to be asked questions that have no bearing on anything. Well, the questions I've asked you have a great deal of bearing on the Ainsley case. Penny, why do you insist on referring to it as a case? Poor Mr. Ainsley died five years ago. And left $10,000 to the Laravel Research Company. And not one cent to his wife. Wasn't it his privilege to leave his money to whomever and whatever he wished? Mrs. Peterson, there are some people who think Mr. Ainsley was tricked into leaving the will he did. There are some people who think things they shouldn't. I suppose your lawyer thinks that I forced poor old Mr. Ainsley to cut his wife out of his will. No, the money didn't go to you, but to this company, this research concern. Then why bother me about it? Because I happen to know a man came to Mr. Ainsley's house several times a day when he was dying. Oh, is that so? He was seen calling at the house at all hours. Who saw him? I can't tell you that, Mrs. Peterson. All I want from you is the name of the person who came to see Mr. Ainsley during his illness. No one came to see him. That's not true. You call me a liar? No, but I think you're avoiding the truth to protect someone, maybe yourself. Were you threatened? Because if you were, I can help you. I can see that I can help you. I can see a few things myself, Penny Gibbs. 
And one of them is you getting out of here. You get out and stay out and don't come back again, ever. Come in. Hello, Mr. Keith Busy. Hello, come in. <laughs> Thank you. Well, how, uh, how glamorous can you get? Oh, Johnny Keith, how blind can you be? I'm a mess. Well, uh, suddenly I like mess. <laughs> Uh, did, uh, Jed send you up with some layouts? Nope, I'm here on business of my own, Johnny. Or, um, I suppose maybe I should say I'd like to ask a favor. Well, Penny, you know there's nothing I wouldn't do for you, including jumping in the river. <laughs> no, I won't ask you to do that. But I will ask you to use your influence with the police to help me do something. Oh, well, uh, young lady, what do you want me to do, uh, beat a murder rap? <laughs> no, you idiot. <laughs> but you can get police help for me, though, can't you? Police help? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I wasn't a policeman for nothing, Penny. Uh, now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you in trouble? Me? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not in trouble. What's the matter with you? What problem, that's all. The police can help me with it. Oh, oh, well, that's better. You weren't serious. Yes, yes, for a minute. I, I was afraid maybe I was right about that lawyer and you were in a jam. It's just the opposite. I'm trying to get him out of trouble. Hey, now, wait a minute, Penny, wait a minute. You, you just said this favor was for you, not Carter. If it's for Mr. Carter, it's for me. Oh, no, 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 I beg your pardon. Johnny, isn't... please listen to me a minute. He has to have police help to get evidence in the Ainsley case. The Ainsley? Oh. Penny, is he still wasting his time and yours on that stupid thing? It is not a stupid thing. You don't know anything about it. You don't know anything that we found out. I know one thing you ought to find out. What's that? That Mr. Ainsley wasn't swindled. And, and you'd better forget about the whole thing. You're very mistaken about the whole thing. Mr. Ainsley was swindled. Oh? In fact, we have everything but final proof. Uh-huh. And proof is the one thing you'll never get. I suppose that's right. Unless Mr. Carter can get help from the police. Listen, Johnny, that's the trouble he's having now. The police won't listen to him. And you know something? No what? I won't listen to you. Not if all you have to talk about is the Ainsley case. Suppose I convinced you that Mr. Carter already has a lot of evidence. If I did, then would you go to the police and ask him to help? Well, uh, sure, I guess so, but first, get your evidence. I, uh, already have that evidence. What? Okay, listen to me. Mm -hmm. First, mm -hmm. the company that Mr. Ainsley left his money to mm -hmm. ceased to exist six months after he died. Ceased to exist since... Well, so what? So, it could have been a firm in name only. Designed for the sole purpose of swindling old and dying people, couldn't it? Well, uh... uh yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, guess so. Yeah, I guess but... so, but listen to me. I found out from a neighbor of the Ainsley's that a strange man came to call on him several times a day the month before he died. And he never once came after he died. Well, so what? So I asked Mrs. Peterson, Mr. Ainsley's nurse, who the man was. She denied that anyone had come to see him at any time. Well, uh... Well, what? Well, it, it certainly is funny. Funny? Hmm. Well, don't you see what we've learned? Well... Don't you think about now, it. Now, wait a minute. Let me think. Well, all right, go ahead. Well, you, you've learned that either Mrs. Peterson is lying or... Ainsley's neighbors were saying well, things, that's all. Well, finally catching on. Listen now. Mr. Carter found out the name of the man who headed the research company when it got Mr. Ainsley's money. Mm hmm Got that? Yeah. But the man's disappeared. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, with, uh, with his company, huh? 
with his company, huh? Mm -hmm. He's probably using another name as head of another company doing the same thing. And I'll tell you something in secret. Mm-hmm. Only you have to promise to keep it a secret. Well, uh, okay, okay. Mrs. Peterson used to be a nurse, but um, she lost her license a long time ago. Oh, did she? Yes, she did. Now do you see how the pieces begin to fit? It's very possible that Mrs. Peterson was blackmailed into taking care of Mr. Ainsley by a man named Wilson. Did I hear you right? You heard me. Blackmailed is just what I said. Huh? That's why Mrs. Peterson would lie about a man coming to see Mr. Ainsley so many times before he died. She was told to be quiet about it, or else. You know what? You know what? You and Carter seem to have more information in the encyclopedia. And it makes sense, too. It does to me, anyhow. Well, it's all theory so far. We need proof. We have to make Mrs. Peterson try and contact this Mr. Wilson. That's where we need the police. To do what? Mr. Carter wants the police to tap Mrs. Peterson's telephone wires. Oh, now, wait a minute. You think she's foolish enough to talk to him over the phone? Yes, if she's worried enough, and I've done everything I can to worry her. I've even told her that the will is being reinvestigated. Mm -hmm. A little while ago, she was so angry and wrought up about it, she ordered me out of the house. Well... She wouldn't get excited if she wasn't guilty of something, would she? No, I shouldn't think so. Johnny, can you go to the police and ask them to help Mr. Carter? Well, I'll, I'll do everything I can, Penny. I'll go straight to Captain Harlow. And if he can't do anything, he'll put in a good word for me with the chief. And I'll get to try my luck with him. Hello? Hello? Someone on this number trying to get in touch with Robert Wilson? Yes, I am. Well, this is Wilson. Oh, Mr. Wilson, I was hoping you'd call back. This is Mabel Peterson. Oh? Mabel Peterson. You remember me. I took care of Sam Ainsley for you five years ago. Oh, yes, the old man who didn't know what to do with his ten grand. How are you? I don't know. What do you mean? Mr. Wilson, we may be in trouble. Makes you think that. They're investigating Mr. Ainsley's will again. So what? Five years ago, when the will was contested, the case was thrown out of court. And nobody knows enough to bring it to court again. There's a young lawyer and a young woman in this town who found out a lot, though. How much is a lot? I've been asked a, a great many questions. Questions never hurt nobody. But these people seem to know just what questions to ask. I'm sure they found out about me, and they're on their way to finding out about you. What have you told them? Nothing. Nothing that I know of. What do you mean, nothing you know of? I mean, I don't think I made any slips. But I'm not sure. I was too frightened. And now I'm scared to death. I knew I shouldn't have trusted you. Look, if anyone comes near you again, don't say anything but go away. I'll come to Rossville right away. Do you think you ought to? I think I'd better. Before you start shaking so hard, you spill the truth all over town. And look, don't phone me again. If anyone's wise to what happened to Ainsley five years ago, your phone wires may be tapped. What does that mean? That means somebody will be listening in. Probably the police. So if you use your phone, talk innocent. See? All right. I won't use the phone at all. But please hurry, Mr. Wilson. Get here as soon as you can. I, I think we're in terrible trouble. Hello, Penny. Hello, Johnny. Come on in. Thanks. Well, you're all smiles. Good news, hmm? Best I can bring. 
Captain Harlow said yes? He not only said yes, but he phoned your friend Carter and had a long talk with him about the case. Carter's going to have all the police cooperation he wants. Oh, good, Johnny. What about tapping Mrs. Peterson's phone wire? Can do and will. But um, her wires won't be cut into until tomorrow because Captain Harlow has to send to Wayne City for the instruments and equipment. Oh, I hope tomorrow's not too late. No, no, Penny, I don't think it'll be too late. I'm sure Mrs. Peterson, even if you scared her half out of her wits, will still have enough sense to wait and think it over before she starts talking about secrets over the phone. Has police help come too late? It's quite obvious that Mabel Peterson and Robert Wilson swindled the late Sam Ainsley. But will Penny Gibbs and Frank Carter ever be able to prove it and recover the destitute widow Ainsley's money? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. KCB. KCB. KCB means Kroger cut beef, and Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. That's right. Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. Because before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. For example, if porterhouse steak is your favorite, you'll find that at Kroger's you don't pay steak price for stringy ends and waste. The Kroger method of cutting beef removes the long stringy end and excess waste before the steak is weighed and priced. But see for yourself by visiting your Kroger store. Notice that you get more meat, less waste, and it's top U.S. government grades of beef. Beef that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. Remember, whether you buy a steak or roast, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat for your money. Yes, everybody's happy when you go to your neighborhood Kroger store for Kroger cut beef. Your family loves the deliciousness, the juicy flavor of Kroger beef. You love the way it cooks up so perfectly. And your pocketbook loves the fact that Kroger cut beef gives you more meat for your money. Get some without delay. Make it a rule to get Kroger cut beef and get more meat, less waste, at your neighborhood Kroger store. Be sure to listen tomorrow, same time, same station for another absorbing, transcribed chapter of Hearts in Harmony.